0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor right here in Greenville. And because I'm a realtor, I have my contact information posted everywhere so I can get more clients. Um, And you can find that contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs. All I say is, uh, disclaimer, if you email me, uh, if you don't hear from me within like a day or two, then something went wrong. I usually respond to people within a few hours of receiving an email, um, but sometimes those first emails go into my spam folder. Uh, so please, if you don't hear from me within a short period of time, please follow that up with a with a call or a text message. Um, and just a reminder as always, regardless of whether or not you will ever be a client of mine, you can support me and this show by subscribing, liking, rating, reviewing, All of those things and whatever uh, platform that you're listening to this on, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, whatever the case may be, please go ahead and support the show that way. Um, Today, I want to discuss something that has come up a lot of times over the years, and it's something that really kind of caught my attention recently, is like, you know what, I need to better understand kind of what's happening here. And it is something we've talked about in passing a little bit. Um, but there are multiple layers to it. And it's a, the two, two-tiered 2 issue that uh, that you guys probably see. If you're looking to buy or looking to sell, you're going to run into this as you're looking at homes that are being sold. And that is a, a two-fold thing, as I've already alluded to. One is that larger homes tend to sell for a, a lower price per square foot than smaller homes do. We've talked about that a bit before. But the other is that Uh, multi-story homes tend to sell for less of a price per square foot than single-story ranches do. And that's something that we haven't discussed very much. And that's something that I'd like to discuss in this episode to kind of give you guys a little bit of a peek behind the veil of how the sausage is made in real estate, right? To use that corporate uh, phrase right there. Um, What exactly is happening that's causing these different things to to happen? Why, Why would larger homes sell for a smaller price per square foot why would two-story homes sell for less than one-story homes why are these types of things happening and so i i did a study uh not unlike other studies that i've done in the past for this show what i did was i uh, i looked at three different neighborhoods and i always like to choose production built subdivisions when doing a study like this and the and the reason is very simple a production built neighborhood is going to have homes that are very comparable, right? Homes that were all built around the same time. They look roughly the same. They have roughly the same features, roughly the same upgrades, all of those things. There's not going to be huge variances from one production-built home to another, as long as it's not a uh, a luxury community. Obviously, there are some production-built luxury communities out there that there is a great variety. But we're talking about... Uh, more of the uh, middle of the road uh, type of production built communities that are between typically two to four hundred thousand dollars. Those homes are typically going to be going to look and be very similar to each other, and uh, and so that takes out a lot of the possible confounding results that could come out of a study like this. I want to get rid of all of those confoundings as much as possible, um, and just analyze. Uh, one variable uh, against another, okay? Um, And so what I did was I took three production-built communities uh, in three different cities. I believe they're in three different cities. Um, And, hold on, let me double-check that. One was in Piedmont, one was in Greer, and one was in Woodruff. So yes, in, in three different cities, three very different cities. And I basically just analyzed all of the solds from the past 12 months in those communities. Um, These are communities that have a number of one-level homes, a number of multi-level homes, and a number of homes that have the master bedroom on main and the master bedroom on the second level. And then I just kind of looked at, okay, what's going on in these communities between these two groups? Um, I've got my spreadsheets uh, that you guys can look at if you're, Watching on YouTube, so I'm going to share those real quick, and I don't want to hear any of y'all complaining uh, that you don't like what my spreadsheet looks like. You guys aren't—that's not a problem that I typically have with you guys, um, but that is something that uh, that I, <laughs> I always want to be aware of as well, because I'm sure I've got some people on here that listening that are better at spreadsheets than I am. Uh, don't uh, don't hate on uh, on the way I do my spreadsheets. We're going to start with. Uh, Jumping right in here with the neighborhood Dogwood Ridge in Piedmont. This is a neighborhood that uh, the past year is selling on average in the three hundred to three hundred thirty thousand dollar range. So to give you an idea of the type of neighborhood that it is, just based on the price point, that's the price point that we're talking about here. What I did was I have two tabs for Dogwood. If you're looking on YouTube, you see Dogwood Ridge Main and Dogwood Ridge Second. You'll see that for a few other neighborhoods here. Main means that the master bedroom is on Main, and Second means that the master bedroom is on the second level. Here's why I had to do that. Most of these neighborhoods that we're looking at, basically, most of these production-built neighborhoods, they do do it this way. They have single-level homes, and they have multi-level homes, usually two, two-story 2 homes. And the two-story homes usually have the master bedroom on the second level, and the single-story home obviously had the master bedroom on the main level. And there are some neighborhoods that will also have two-story floor plans that allow for the master to be on main as well. We'll get to that in a little bit. In the case of Dogwood Ridge, it's one or the other. You either have a two-story home with the mas- with all the bedrooms, including the master on the second level, well, I shouldn't say all the bedrooms. At the very least, the master's on the second level. Um, or you can just get a uh, a one-story home in which everything is just on one level. And so let's look right into the data on Dogwood Ridge. What's happening for these homes? So let's start with the single-story homes. These are the homes that have uh, just everything on one level. On average, these are selling for... $301,666 on average. And I didn't do medians for this. Median, I felt like average was more helpful. We've talked about this in the past. Sometimes median is more helpful than average. In this case, there's not huge fluctuations between the bottom and the top sold price. So we're going with averages right around 300,000 with an average square foot of 1,681 square feet. That comes out to a price per square foot of just a hair below $180 a square foot. So basically the one story homes in Dogwood Ridge are selling for right around $180 a square foot. Now you notice, as I've already mentioned, if you're looking at this on at my spreadsheet on YouTube, the smaller homes are selling for a higher price per square foot. So we've got the highest price per square foot on here is $193 a square foot. That's a uh, 1,559 square foot house. That's the smallest house listed on here. Uh, whereas all the homes that are uh, 1,700 square feet and above are all well below that. They're all in the $170 per square foot. Um, so let's just discuss that for just one second. I'm not going to get too in the weeds on this specific point because we've talked about this before. But for those that haven't heard those episodes, here's what's happening there. Dogwood Ridge, this neighborhood Basically, if you're going to move there, you're going to pay a certain minimum, and it really doesn't matter how small the home is, people are going to pay a certain price to go there to get a brand new home. And so even if you're surrendering a couple hundred square feet, where does that couple hundred square feet ultimately end up, right? It ends up in a few bedrooms being a little bit bigger, maybe a few closets, maybe a bathroom being bigger. In some cases, uh, you know, the living room might be a little bit larger. That that two hundred extra square feet doesn't usually make a substantial difference to the actual house itself outside of just making specific spaces a little bit bigger. So the value of just making specific spaces slightly larger isn't that great. And so what happens is those smaller homes that have a little bit smaller bedrooms, a little bit smaller living rooms and whatnot, they're selling for less money than the larger homes are, but not a, but not less per square foot. It still ends up being more per square foot because people are still willing to pay a minimum amount at some level for a brand new home in this neighborhood or for any home in that neighborhood. This this was a neighborhood that had some new construction in it uh, that that came through on some of these comps that I ran. And so that's why I've, I've mentioned brand new construction. But this is true of any neighborhood. You go to any neighborhood and there will be a bottom price whereby that neighborhood people Are going to buy it no matter the size that's what we're running into when we look at this data all right so with that out of the way the single-story homes selling with the master on the main level selling for basically 180 dollars a square foot what about the two-story homes okay now remember the the one story homes were selling for 300 basically 300,000 a tick above 300,000 what about the two-story homes these homes are way bigger Okay, so we were just talking about homes that were uh, 1,681 square feet on average. Now, the two-story homes on average are 2,489 square feet, so basically 2,500 square feet on average. You think, well, so the difference in price between a a uh, 1,680 square foot home and a 2,490 square foot home is going to be a huge difference, right? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, the difference is basically a $30,000 difference. So these homes that average 2,489 square feet only sold for $332,000 and change. That's only a tick above $30,000 more than the one-story homes that we just looked at. And the price per square foot goes all the way from $179,90, which is what it was, basically $180,000, all the way down to 134 dollars And 45 cents so basically 134 and a half so a huge huge difference in the price per square foot you're paying much less per square foot if you're buying that two-story home than if you're buying the single-story home so what does that tell me if you're a seller at least in this community in dogwood ridge you're selling a two-story home you can't just look at the price per square foot at the end of the day same thing if you're selling a one-story home there's a bigger picture here those one-story homes are much more valuable than the two-story homes from the standpoint of price per square foot. There's a lot of reasons for that, okay? People like to have that master bedroom on the main level, and there are tons of reasons for that. A lot of people just don't want the stairs. Some people can't do the stairs, like, like older people. Um, I've had clients that they don't want stairs because of their their dogs. Their dogs are getting old. Um, they don't want stairs because of their children. They don't want their children tripping up and down stairs. They don't need that extra square footage. There's all sorts of different reasons why that happens. Also, in a lot of these two-story, modern two-story homes, they have a loft that a lot of people don't end up using. So a lot of lofts end up as kind of like wasted space. So it's wasted square footage in in a lot of ways and so um all of these things factor in to those single story homes ultimately selling for a higher price in this case a dramatically higher price per square foot than the second story homes and so uh but that's just one neighborhood, right? We looked. I looked at three different neighborhoods just to give a good sample size, and and in three different cities. I could have kept going, kept doing this in a bunch of of different neighborhoods. I'm sure we would have found an outlier somewhere. But this data is going to remain consistent no matter where we look. Let's look at uh, next up the neighborhood uh, Brookside Farms in Greer. This neighborhood, if we look at the homes that are one story with a master on main level. These homes on average are 1,741 square feet and they're selling for 313,800. So basically 314,000. Very similar numbers actually to what we just looked at with a price per square foot of 180,075. Okay, well let's look at the two story homes that we have in this neighborhood. The two story homes, again, very similar numbers Uh, a uh, a little bit higher on the square footage and the sold price. So this one's 2,512 average square feet and with an average sold price of $350,265 with an average price per square foot of $141. So again, almost a $40 price per square foot spread between the one-story homes in Brookside Farms and the two-story homes on Brookside Farms. So again, you're looking at selling. If you have a two-story home, you're not going to get the same price per square foot. If you're looking to buy and you're okay with having a two-story home as opposed to a one-story, you're gonna get much better value getting that two-story home. But just understand that if you're then looking to sell in a few years, you're not going to, it's not going to go up in value at the same rate that the one-story homes are. It's just not, there's not as much value to that two-story home as there is to the one-story home in terms of the price per square foot. Now, obviously it's still more valuable, right? uh, $350,000 on average, as opposed to $313 on average, because they're just so much bigger. We're talking about a difference of, what, almost 800 square feet difference, but only a difference of about, Thirty, what thirty-seven thousand dollars? So to get eight hundred square feet, eight hundred extra square feet for only thirty-seven thousand. I mean, there are some. I've seen homes. I've shown homes in the Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson, all the Pickens, all these counties around here. I've shown homes that are eight hundred square feet. You can't buy an eight hundred square foot home that's livable for thirty-seven thousand dollars. But you can buy a home that has thirty-seven thousand. Sorry, that has eight hundred more square feet for only $37,000 more than the home that was 800 square feet smaller. That's a very telling number. And again, that's just the value of what we're seeing right now. People value those one-level homes on uh, on a much greater level than they do those two-story homes. Let's look at another, another neighborhood, our final neighborhood. And we're going to break this down even a little bit more uh, because I feel like that that will, will bring in another important uh, data point here. This is the Neighborhood has a, a weird name, but it really uh, had a good sample size, in in my opinion of of, uh, of data. Anderson Grant, which is in the Woodruff, South Carolina area. Woodruff, if you don't know, is in Spartanburg County. Um, it's a pretty rapidly growing area. So there's a downtown Woodruff that's not really rapidly growing, but then the suburbs of Woodruff uh, really are, and there's a, a variety of reasons for that. Um, but in Anderson Grant. You've got all the homes uh, that have the master on main came in at rate basically right at $335,000 as an average sold price. Now, here's what's different about this neighborhood than the previous ones we've looked at. In this neighborhood, there are homes with a master on main that are just normal standard ranches like we've looked at for the previous two homes but they also have two-story homes in this neighborhood with a master on main so that's super helpful so what we're what we're looking at right now is these are all the homes with a master on main regardless whether they are whether they're a two-story house or a one-story home on average because it's a mix of the two these homes are 2028 square feet so larger than, uh than the uh on average one level homes that we've been looking at um, and then it comes out to a price per square foot of 167 dollars per square foot and if you're looking at the data you can see that it ranges from the 180s all the way to the to the 140s per square foot and this corresponds precisely to the size of the home the largest home uh the largest homes sorry actually one 132. Uh, dollars a square foot was the smallest number on here and that was the largest home it was a three thousand square foot home where as opposed to a uh 1559 square foot home uh sold for the highest number on here i believe if i'm just eyeballing this which was 182 dollars a square foot so the difference here's what's crazy the difference in sold price between 150 1,559-square-foot, uh, 1, one-level home. And I know that this is a one-level home because I looked at this earlier. As opposed to a 3,000, nearly double-square-foot home, the difference in price was from 285 to 399 only a $125 difference. Uh, so you would think it would be, again, intuitively, the price would be double, right? It's twice the size, basically, but it's nowhere near double, it's the difference from two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars to four hundred thousand dollars. Um, so again, reinforcing what we've already talked about. Um, so, but taking the entire average, it was three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars for two thousand twenty-eight square feet with a price per square foot of one hundred sixty-seven thirty-two. So, does what does the pattern that we've been talking about hold up for homes where the master is on the second level? Yes, it does. Um, the homes where the master is on the second level, they only sell for a little bit more uh, on average, 340000 but the uh, total finished square feet is a lot bigger. It's almost 2,590 2, square feet with a price per square foot of only $132 a square foot, so a huge drop off. Um, let's break this down one more time and this will really solidify it. So what I then did was I broke this out for this neighborhood, homes that have the master on the main level, but these are only two-story homes, okay? These homes on average were smaller than, than the average second-story home that had a master on the second level. Um, these homes on average were two thousand four hundred. 69 square feet so you'll remember the homes that had the master on the second level on average were 2590 square feet and those homes cost $340,000 on average well these homes that are smaller but have the master on the main level cost on average 383,000 with a price per square foot of 156 and change close to $157 per square foot on average here we go this is the value of having a master bedroom on the main level. And this is the thing that a lot of people don't understand when they're looking at comps. There is a huge, huge value for the master bedroom, all else being equal, being on the main level. In this neighborhood, in the Anderson Grant neighborhood, that difference is a difference of basically $25 a square foot. In terms of price point, it's a difference of about $45,000 Forty-five thousand uh, dollars on average for for the sold for for the for the uh, sold price for the home, even though those homes are on average smaller than the homes that we're looking at that had the the master bedroom on the second level. So the master bedroom being on the main level gives you a ton of value to your home. If you're building a home, you Must, if you're concerned at all about your resale value, you must put the master on main. I've heard this so many times in my career. The master on main is such a huge value add. I never fully broke down the data to fully understand uh, just how much value it is, but we can see it over and over again because ultimately in those other neighborhoods that we looked at where the ranches. Uh, were selling for a higher price per square foot than the two-story homes were. A huge portion of that value was simply the fact that the master bedroom was on the main level. In this Anderson Grant neighborhood, we can see it very clearly because we saw having the, the one-level home sold for, or sorry, the homes that had just a master on main in general sold for $167 a square foot, but the homes that had the master on main that were two level sold for just a little bit below that on average 150, basically 150, uh, 57 a square foot. Um, and then those homes that just had the master on the second level, $132 a square foot. So this is something to really keep in mind. Again, things to consider when you're buying, things to consider when you're selling. Larger homes sell for a, a lower price per square foot. smaller homes do there is a level at which the price per square foot you're gonna reach that bottom and you're gonna reach it pretty soon when you're in a production-built neighborhood Um, but then that master bedroom being on the main level huge huge value add in this example in this neighborhood and I bet this that this holds up pretty consistently across the board obviously I had to cut off where I did my data but roughly $20 to $25 a square foot extra to the entire home just by virtue of having that master on the main level. Now, if you're looking to sell and you don't have the master on the main level, don't despair. It doesn't mean that you're you're not going to, to be able to sell your home. You just have to understand you can't compare your home to other homes that have the master on main level. You have to reduce the price now what's good in terms of this is i don't know any appraisers there might be some out there but i don't know any appraisers that give a ton of value to the master bedroom being on the main level as opposed to being on the second level for a two-story home so i think that's really important um i i there are probably some appraisers out there that go to that granular of a level um but i i think that that's more the exception than the rule so if somehow if you're able to find the perfect buyer to find to to purchase your uh, home, that's a two-story home and does have the master on the second level, um, you I don't think you need to be too concerned about an appraiser coming in there. If you're selling for you know for more than you expected to, for an appraiser to inherently dock you, but they are going to be comparing your home to other two-story homes. What I don't think they're gonna be doing, necessarily, I think most of them are not gonna be comparing your home inherently to other two-story homes that have a master bedroom on the main level. So you could, in theory, benefit, if you're in a neighborhood that has two-story homes with the master on the main level, uh, but yours is on the second level, you could benefit on the appraisal side of things that appraisers might not take that into consideration, But the market will take it into consideration. The market is looking at that. They're putting a lot more value in these homes where the the master bedroom is on the main level. And so you just need to be prepared for that. I hope that was helpful information for you guys. Let me know if you have any questions about any of this or any uh, feedback you'd like to share. My contact information is in the show notes. Reach out to me anytime. If you like this information, don't miss it. You can subscribe to my show on whatever platform you're listening to it currently on or you can watch it on YouTube. Please leave a rating. Please leave a review. We will talk again next time.